You're listening to the unofficial Shopify podcast. This podcast is brought to you by WebsiteRescues.com. Are you making the most of your store? To download a totally free guide with 25 conversion rate optimization ideas you must know about to effectively optimize your Shopify store, head to WebsiteRescues.com and fill out the form. Shave off hours of guesswork and start growing your revenue. This is so stupid. I know. All right. We're going to stop talking about it. <laughs> okay. So, Paul. All right, this is the 26th episode, I believe, of the unofficial Shopify podcast. Yeah, you don't have to announce that. To I love it. Episode. It says it's the for thing. me. All right, fine. It's for me. I feel good. This is a labor of love. Okay, speaking of dumb, we're going to get to the dumb thing that every Shopify store owner thinks they should do. But first, Paul, where'd we go yesterday? Uh, the Shopify nationwide tour. I don't know what's, what it was Shopify, called. I think it's called the Shopify retail tour. The Shopify retail tour here in Chicago. They invited us to be experts. You gave a talk on Monday. Monday. Yep. We were the experts there all day at the Genius Bar because we're geniuses uh, on Wednesday. And uh, anyone could come up to us and get free truth truth bombs bo- dropped into their brains. On their brain bunker? On their, in their, into their brain buckets. Yeah. Which obviously, you know, I had a good time. I love doing that stuff. It's never, you know, giving a presentation is nerve wracking, but talking to people isn't anymore. So I'm a recovered introvert in that sense. Um, but it was interesting in talking, you know, everyone here was at different places in their business, uh, mostly early. I don't think anyone was past probably like 12 or 18 months in their Shopify store. Well, oh, you mean early, like chronologically? Yes. Because, I mean, I feel like we were talking to a lot of people that, a lot of people that had their shit together. They like had a, they were they doing had a, a really product good job. and a store like launched. And they, they both, they'd all done it all on their own and they'd done a great job. Yeah. Which is why, you know, despite, I mean, we, we saw great products. We saw beard oil. We saw this great thing for um, keep getting your kids to stop dropping towels on the floor in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Which you don't have that problem yet, but you will. Eh, uh, no. <laughs> Smack them around. Uh, there you go. Yeah, uh, Metric Coffee. Shout out to Ooh, Metric, Metric Coffee. Coffee. They got a great website. Uh, who was Beard Oil Guy? I don't remember. Ooh, now I feel bad. I can't remember the name yeah, of Yeah, sorry. We really, like, we really liked you, Beard Oil Guy. You're really cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll link to you somewhere someday. Um... Yeah, but, okay, so everyone had, you know, they're in different places, they're all interesting people, they'd done everything, they bootstrapped it, they did a great job, which is why it drove me crazy when every single person, literally everyone, asked us some variation of one question. How do I do SEO, or what about SEO? Yeah, it was always, like, either, it was some question, like, am I, some really, there are always, like, really technical and convoluted, complex questions about SEO. Yeah, that's just like, well, if you take the alt tag and you utilize this specific language and, like, blah, 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 and it's like, there was oh, a guy who my was, yeah, God, he was, shut up. Yeah, he had, the guy who had the most jacked up website had the most technical SEO questions. Yeah, he had a bunch of, he had a bunch of websites, they were on WordPress, and then he had stores on Zencart, they, and then he, he also had a Shopify store. domain names. Yeah, he had, he had literally... The worst fucking business story I've ever heard in my life. And he's just like, all right, 501, what, what, what are the redirects? 301 Three, redirects. He's like, 301 redirects. Um, how important are those for the Google setup? It's just like, your fucking house is burning down. <laughs> your house is burning down and you're just like, uh, the tile in the bathroom could be better. That's how, like, and that's why, that's how I feel about SEO. That's what SEO is. SEO, I'm going to be... Is rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. It's rearranging, yeah, it's snake oil. It does nothing. Anyone selling you SEO is a snake oil salesman who is stealing your money. 
And if yeah. you can, here's why not. Well, first 99% of the people that care about SEO, that worry about SEO got way bigger glaring problems. It annoys the shit out of me. The, um, yeah. Cause you've got like otherwise great businesses and great products and they're, they're wasting time and money on something that's trivial. You know, it ultimately. is. It's so trivial. And here's like, this is what drives me crazy about SEO is people, you know, when you ask these super, you know, you get into really deep in the weeds and these super technical questions about like, how do I, you know, best arrange my semantic HTML, whoops, my semantic HTML and my schema markup. And what's silly about it is the Google algorithm is developed by, you know, hundreds of engineers over years. It is literally constantly changing through split testing and tweaking and it's In a super black box. top secret secrecy. Yeah. So you're never like all SEO best practices, they're made up. It's, like, how could you possibly know? Yeah. So and here's like, and this and, is. The, and, well, and really what Google's algorithm is trying to do for you is for you, the consumer, the person doing the search is you made a search and Google is trying to do the best job of finding the site you're looking for or the item or the product or the thing you're looking for. And so Google writes the SEO rules to try to make that happen. So you don't don't try to get into this whole meta narrative of like how do I how do I game the system? how do I game the system in order to somehow get the special SEO magic? No, you win the SEO race by literally being the best person for the job yes. that the per, that they're searching for. So I get why people want to but buy... But people want a shortcut. They want a shortcut. They want to buy SEO magic beans. Yeah, they hear they hear SEO. They know it's important. So they got to spend the money on the SEO magic beans. And then we're like, no, how about you just buy AdWords yeah. or Facebook advertising? And they're like, oh, well, that's cheating. <laughs> like buying advertising. What brands do that? Gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is that stigma that like, oh, I buy... If I bought ads, somehow that traffic is less relevant, which is silly. Um but, you know, I, I get why people want to dive into SEO because they're saying, you know, they, they un, all they understand and they're right is if I get to the top placement on Google for my, you know, my topic, my niche and some, some chan, tangentially related topics and niches, then I'm going to get a ton of traffic that's relevant, good traffic and people will buy. That goal is totally admirable. The part that isn't is the let's, you know, let's come up with the magic combination of H1 and alt tags and the right percentage that will make it happen. Yeah. That's silly. That's where you're getting ripped off by snake oil salesmen because essentially they're promising you, hey, I can look at your site and give you the magic formula that's going to make that happen. And it isn't true. It's Yeah, it's a lie. And they're going to charge you thousands of dollars. And if your sales go up, they go, see, SEO magic worked. And if the sales, if the sales go down, they go, well, you need to spend for more SEO magic. And then, then it would work. Right. Yeah. It's, well, okay. If you spend, yeah, I give you a thousand dollars and you, the sales go up, you take credit for it. Yep. But if they go down, you say, well, I guess you got to spend more. We'll keep going. And you like, keep at that. I've had clients keep at that like for six months you before could, they get suspicious. You could bang people out for months. It's great. We went, yeah. we went into the wrong business. <laughs> no, I mean, that's why I don't want to, that's why I don't want to be involved with SEO. Um, so, okay. We've established that like we should avoid SEO pros and there's some legit ones out there. Um, Kai Davis, we'll, shout out to Kai Davis. Yeah, yeah, and we'll get into why. It'll make sense soon why. Um, but step one, so when we're messing, you know, when we're trying to figure out this like HTML, magic combo, whatever, that's on-site optimization. So what's a real on-site optimization strategy? And you had touched on it. You said, what's Google want to do? Google wants to give you the best site for the thing that you're searching for. Right. And so, you, it, so it's the site that has the best content 
for the thing that you're searching relevant for. Relevant information. Relevant information. So the good example, great example I had yesterday, um, Metric Coffee. They, this guy roasts his own coffee, packages it, sells it. It looked great. He had a lot of repeat customers, which tells you people love it. It's good stuff. Um, and he was clearly passionate about it. Yeah. So his on-site SEO strategy should be sharing that passion. That should really be everybody's. Yeah. In the form of like, so, you know, my coffee grinder broke. I knew this guy would know coffee grinders. So I asked him, and right away, he rattled off like three coffee grinders, the differences, which ones I should buy. That's like That's the, a blog post, man. That's a blog post. He should write that. Like, what's the best coffee grinder to buy? And then, you know, what's the, what's the b- m- best value coffee grinder to buy? What's the best coffee pot? How do I make the best cup of coffee? What's the difference between ground and whole bean? Like, you can run through all these different blog posts. It's, he's roasting coffee. He knows all this stuff cold and doesn't realize it yeah. that other people don't know. And then he can also ride trends, which even he brought up. I'm like, this is what you should do. You already know the right answer, which is, um, you know, Starbucks is pushing cold brew coffee, which means people are thinking about cold brew coffee. So he's just got to write some blog posts about, hey, here's how to make the best cold brew coffee. Here's the gear for cold brew coffee. Yeah. Hopefully, if you're selling something online, you're an expert at it. It's you, part of your and expertise, you and you love it. Share that expertise with the world. And that enthusiasm. And the enthusiasm. And then Google, because it uses its secret Google magic, finds those people that share the expertise. And that's how you get traffic. You get traffic by just being smart online, and the traffic comes. You know, and it's easy for us, because at this point, we're good writers. I'm just flat out saying it. We're good at writing. We are. Yeah. Um, We've always, I've, I've been, always been pretty good at it, but. You know, I struggled with anymore. it. I got beat. And I think I feel like a lot of other people do now is, you know, the, the U.S. public education system beat writing out of me through a series of hundreds of essays. Well, and most people's interaction with writing is in school where everything is very rigid and structured, and you're like, oh, boy, catcher in the rye, here we go. Like, you know, you got to write an essay or some shit. So I'm going to give you the hack that I use to find my voice um, in writing. And now, like, having practiced it, I can write. It just comes out. I can write, you know, on my phone. I'll tap out blog posts um, uh, on my computer. It's easy. But the way I found that voice and really got into it was I would dictate everything to Siri, and then copy edit it. And you can hire a copy editor to do it for you. They're cheap. Um, like a good copy editor, I paid, um, I believe, 30 bucks an article on average, which is good. Um, um, and I mean, that's just built into, uh, I don't know what, what the Windows uh, situation is, but I mean, there's dictation built right into Mac OS. I mean, you just. And iOS. And iOS, but in. The Mac OS 10 one's really the Mac good. The Mac OS 10 one is really good. I mean, our biggest blog post. Uh, about me hating on small business owners. I didn't write on that. I didn't yeah, on their attitude. I didn't type that out. I just dictated it. I had it in my brain and I barfed it out into the Mac OS uh, dictation software and it just wrote it all out for me and then I proofread it and copyrighted it and you know, moved it around a little bit. Yeah. So and I mean, that's that's how you get started. You want your you want your writing voice to be as close as possible to your speaking voice because, you know, people like talking to other people. Yeah, they'll relate to you as a person way faster and better than they'll ever relate to your brand. Oh, yeah. You're more important than your brand. So don't be afraid to get personal with it. Like people, especially when people start writing, it's very stilted. Like they try and write professional. Yeah, they think, yeah, they're like, well. And that's one of the advantages of the dictation thing is it's your voice. Yeah, they become bloodless because they're like, well, that's what business is. Like, no, it's not. It's not. You're not selling the business. You're not, you're selling yourself. Yeah. 
Yeah, sure. And again, like if you're passionate, you love your product, that'll come through if you're just yourself. So that's, um, you know, and then we've got, you know, one of our clients, he used to do this. And then once it generated enough revenue, now he's got three great blog writers he hired for mm -hmm. 1200 bucks a month. And now he doesn't even have to think about it. He's got a steady stream of traffic. And I guarantee that guy making 50 grand a month does not care about SEO one iota. Yeah. Um, so, okay. That's our on-site SEO. The other thing that SEO salespeople sell, and this is where you really get into trouble, it's off-site SEO. Mm -hmm. And off-site SEO is really just a game of how many links can you get back to the site? Because each link, you know, Google votes as a, Google looks at as a vote of confidence. Um, but it's hard to get links back. It's a lot of work. So what most, you know, if you're paying an SEO guy even like $1,000 a month, you're probably getting mostly spam links back to your site. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crap that he's generating using so programs, yeah. blog spam. So it's really not going to work well. I mean, really what you want are And you always run the risk of Google being like, you're a bad, a you're a bad actor in all of this, and yeah. now your site's blacklisted for a month. Yeah. And you got to work your way back up from the bottom. You know, for most cases, I think you just end up, like, nothing happens. It's yeah, like, for most cases, they're just going to be like, we're going to ignore those. I mean, only if yeah. you're a super bad boy will Google actually... And you actually don't have to worry about it or wonder, because in Google Webmaster Tools, it'll tell you. It'll, you'll get a notice that's like, hey, there's a bunch of spammy links. You probably want to do something about it. That's, and if they've notified you, it's because now you're penalized. Um, but here's where you need to stop thinking about SEO and start thinking about public relations and outreach. Um, earlier, Paul called out uh, Kai Davis... Kai Davis is a, was an SEO pro um, turned blogger outreach specialist, PR outreach specialist, and he struggled to sell that service. So he just calls it SEO because um, it's like the side effect is that it's SEO, but that's way easier to sell. Yeah, because than everyone's PR. like, but I need the SEO magic. Yeah, and he's got a legit SEO service. And it's not hard, it's just it's time consuming and requires you need to be personable and requires his network. Um, so, I mean, really what he does is find, let's use, well, let's use Everspans as an example. Everspans sells Rolex um, replacement straps. Um, so he sends free review products to blogs um, and gets placements in the blogs that way to watch blogs. So now not only does he have a link back from a watch blog, which tells Google, hey, this website is related to watches, mm -hmm. he also is getting all that relevant traffic. Yeah. So is that is that outreach? Is that PR? Is it SEO? Yes. The answer all of It's those. all of those, yeah. PR is the best SEO. Yeah. And then you, you trade up the chain. You start like, you know, if you're a, if you're a small fry, you start with small blogs and then you work your way up. And that's what um, Everspans did, and they got on the number one watch blog, which generates um, it's gotta be millions of visitors a day. Mm-hmm. You know, that's huge. Well, I mean, and again, this isn't like scams, like he sent them product. Yeah. They wrote a review of the product. I mean, they could have wrote a shitty review of the product, but I mean, he still would have got the link back. They yeah. would have linked back to him. Well, he's confident. Couldn't know, have hurt, but he, but he if has. You don't he has sell a, garbage. Yeah, he's got a great product. So yeah, I, mean, I don't not, think he's ever worried once about getting a bad review. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're selling garbage, this isn't going to work, but you probably shouldn't be in business anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Again, it's like, you know, if you don't believe in the product, if you're not passionate about it, none of this is going to work. You have to start off as like with, you know, well-intentioned. I think another one of the things... One of the, another one of the things that annoys me is that I feel like they don't know what SEO is. They just know it's important. It's it's yeah. Well, so they're you just a lot like about it. It's it's fairy dust you sprinkle on. Yeah, but they're just the like goes well, you know, I need SEO, and it's like okay, well, you should do X, Y, and Z. Oh, okay, so that's like good SEO. 
It's like, if you thought, what the fuck is, I want to grab them by their heads and just be like, tell me what SEO is. I'll, t I'll, I'll help you if you can tell me what SEO is. And then they can't. They don't know. That's why they're here. Yeah, I know. My favorite story was one of the people that came up to us and was like, I need SEO help. And I interrogated him a little bit before we got into it. And I said, do you have a mailing list? And he said, yes. Well, no. Yes, but no. And I Meaning was like, he had been, Shopify had in its own good faith been collecting emails for him and he'd done nothing with it. He'd done absolutely nothing with the email list whatsoever and then said, well, we did send one email out over Christmas and 40% of the people that got the email bought something. It's like... Which so, is completely insane. An insanely high number. Yeah, that tells you that those people love that product and they wanted to hear from him. Yeah, and it was... And then he didn't email them and again. And then he, didn't, he never did it again. It's like, but SEO is the problem I'm worried about today. Yeah, it's like, like, no! no! Send emails! Yeah. <laughs> You don't need to worry about SEO, just send the email. Yeah. <laughs> These people love you. Yeah. yeah. So it's, you know, that on-site traditional SEO where you're tweaking things, can it help you? Sure. But if I'm making a list of priorities, I want to have like 90% of everything else dialed in before I'm even thinking about that. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like you're putting your football team together and you're like, but what about our backup running back? We need <laughs> to worry about the backup running back. It's very important. It's like, nah, there's like 20 things that are more important than that. If I knew anything about football or basketball, I don't even know. Yeah, I, I would like, there are many great sports analogies I uh -huh. can make involving SEO, and you would understand none of them. I would smile politely. Yeah, good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm, that's mm -hmm. good. Mm-hmm. The Nine Mets are my favorite squadron. Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, so, okay, the takeaway there is, if you're doing, you know, if you've got an e-commerce store for the right reasons, which is, you want to make money, but you want to make money because... You're in a niche that you're passionate about, you love. All you got to do is share that that passion um, through your blog, through content, and you'll, you're that's your on-site SEO strategy. That's better than any any you know amount of futzing with title tags and H1 tags will ever be. Yep. And even if you're not that passionate about it, hire people. Hire someone who is. Hire someone to write some shit about how great it is. That's just as good. Yeah. Um, and then for offsite, it's just outreach. You know, that's not hard. Find blogs that talk about your niche, email them and say, hey, I love your blog and uh, I'd love to send you my product. And, you know, in exchange, you could keep it, write an honest review of it. Yep. That's not hard. Yeah, it's product placement. And that's going to be, you know, you could do that yourself. And if you don't have the time, you can hire a, a great guy like Kai Davis to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Lots of Kai love today. And there's the doorbell. Someone's All right. at our door. Let's cut it. We'll see you guys. <laughs>